said life is easy, but I believe by giving yourself permission, you will find you have more control over your life than you realize. I'm Julie. I hope you will join me by taking responsibility for yourself by only controlling the things you can and letting go of the things that you can't. By doing this, you will have discovered the secret to having happy, healthy, and more fulfilling relationships. This is Nearest and Dearest Podcast. I'm Julie Rogers, and you are listening to Episode 11, Let It Go. My first experience with making hard emotional decisions about letting go of material possessions was back in 2006. I was separated from my now ex-husband, and we put our house on the market in hopes to sell it. I knew I couldn't keep all of my stuff. It was over 20 years of material things that had accumulated during our marriage. I made the decision to only bring the bare necessities with me on my move to New York. I focused on what my son needed the most. My family came from New York to help me organize a yard sale the proceeds were going to be divided between Joe and I. It was one of the most emotional experiences I have ever had to go through. Here was a lifetime worth of things that I was connected to, sprawled out onto banquet tables and tarps laid on the grass for strangers to rummage through and decide if my memories were worth a couple of bucks. I realized that I had to do it but my heart was getting in the way of letting go of my past. I am a sentimental person. I value emotional attachment to some tangible memories. My friends from work scheduled me a spa day during the yard sale. They knew how difficult it was going to be for me to see my possessions being sold. I had complete trust in my family The decisions on what I was willing to let go were already made beforehand. My mind and heart had to come to terms with putting my past behind me. Some possessions were easier than others to let go. Some were not. I wouldn't put any Christmas decorations in the yard sale. I just couldn't bear to see some of the happiest memories I had with Joe and the kids be sold. In fact, I wouldn't even open any of the boxes that were stored in the basement. I consciously chose not to bring any of those decorations to New York with me. Those memories had to be left behind in order for me to move forward with making new memories with my family. I don't know whatever happened to those decorations or any of the items I left behind for Joe to take ownership of. I had to work through that mentally. I did have a sense of control by allowing myself to decide how my new life was going to look. A clean slate. 
I basically only took a few pieces of furniture, especially my son's bedroom furniture, and some household items to start with when we moved into our first apartment. Thinking back now, I used my anger I felt towards Joe at the time to make my decision-making easier. It kept me focused on how much I wanted a new beginning. I realized even back then when I was angry, hurt, and devastated that by allowing myself to not bring my possessions from my past marriage with me, I was actually freeing myself and giving permission to embrace new opportunities and positive energy back into my present life. I did hold on to my family photo albums. I have no regret doing that. I kept them in boxes and made the decision to go through them when I felt ready to see them. There were many times over the years when I would look at the memories and find nostalgia. For me, I took that as a sign that there were many good times that happened and I could be happy for having experienced that moment. To this day, I still prefer an actual printed photo to remind me of the people I love. It's cool to have digital images that you can find on your phone or your computer to revisit, but there is nothing sweeter than having that memory captured and displayed in your home. As time moved on, I started separating the photos and giving them to Ashley and Sean. It's a process because I'm so attached to the photos of my children, I still have plenty more that I still hold on to. The grandchildren love seeing old photos of their mom and uncle. They get that glimpse into their past and even see photos of other family members who are no longer with us. It's a chance for me to tell a story about that moment or give them history about a great-grandfather they never got to know. Photos are the timeline of our lives that we have lived. They are priceless. You can't put a price on a cherished memory. Knickknacks, little treasures that you pick up along the way, are important in that moment. But sometimes, you have to let them go in order to make room for new memories. Even today, I make more of a conscious effort into deciding if that little treasure that I saw is something that I truly feel is necessary and is there room for it. When I shop for new clothes, I will go through my closet and drawers and donate those items if they are still in good shape in order to make room for something new. It's my way of justifying my desire to want some new pieces. In 2016, Woody was retiring. He was ready to sell his house. His home was filled with all of his memories from his past life. 
We were ready to put both of our pasts behind us. We knew we wanted to build our own home together in New York. Woody kept some cherished possessions. We had several yard sales. We made numerous donations to our church for their annual yard sale. We finished with an estate sale that handled all the furniture and some other items. It was a process that took time and patience. For us, it was the ending of our past and the beginning of our future together. We were planning our new home and enjoying the freedom to travel and make new memories together. When my mom moved out of her apartment and moved in with my youngest sister, our family had to make decisions about mom's possessions. She was in a small one-bedroom apartment, but it was amazing to see how much she accumulated over her lifetime. My siblings and I took a few things for ourselves after mom kept what she needed. Unfortunately, because of her dementia, the family had to make those decisions about what mom was attached to. It was another example our family had to navigate through for our mom. We held a yard sale and then donated what was left. We did keep all her photos. Recently, we went through the photos and divided them between the individual families. Letting go of cherished possessions is yours to decide. It is a process. I feel that various times in our lives allows us to be more open to letting go of things that we think we need to hold on to for our own personal reasons. Other times, it becomes a harder decision to make. Just know that you get to decide what is important to you and your memories. Don't compare yourself to others and whether friends or family seem to have a grip on material possessions. You can navigate through your journey and find a balance that works for you. I have only held on to a couple of material possessions that are directly related to my past. I am so grateful for the actual memories that I still remember and can reminisce whenever my heart decides to. That is truly what defines our lives. Do you have any insights about how you handle letting go of material possessions? If so, reach out to me. Send me an email at julierogers at nearestanddearestpodcast.com. I would be happy to share it on a future episode. Coming up on my next episode, respect. Where is it? I see the lack of respect everywhere I look. The views and opinions expressed by Nearest and Dearest podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Nearest and Dearest podcast. Any content provided by Julie Rogers 
or any other authors are of their opinion. They are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Thank you.